soon to be erased. My weekly market review, July 23rd, 2023. Less than 20 months after it began, the bear market that engulfed the S&P 500 in early 2022 is now just 260 points from being completely erased. 2023 has barely passed its midpoint and the market has already blown through all of the most optimistic estimates for where Wall Street thought the S&P 500 would be by year's end. In the process, it has constantly defied all the early year gloom accompanied by talk of guaranteed recession, soaring inflation, and an aggressive Federal Reserve interest rate policy. However, while it's undeniable that the fears of a hard landing, inflation, and catastrophic consequences from a hawkish Fed have not materialized, the reality is that the current level of the S&P 500 now largely factors all of that in. So recent solid CPI, PPI, retail sales, and jobs data have really only enforced what was already widely assumed to be the case. All of this good data did create further chasing from underinvested professional investors and fund managers. But with sentiment so overwhelmingly positive and the financial media and many economists now pretty much dismissing any chances of a recession, most of the chasing that's going to take place has likely already happened. Case in point, Goldman Sachs analysts last week reduced their perception of the probability of a recession of any kind in the U.S. to just 20%, and J.P. Morgan essentially took the same position. We've basically had the best outcome anyone could have dreamed of at the start of the year. And while that means that the gains in stocks are absolutely legitimate, it also means that there's a strong risk of exhaustion in the near term. Bottom line, the macroeconomic picture is currently as positive as anyone could possibly hope for, but don't confuse that with a low-risk environment. The S&P 500 is highly vulnerable to even the slightest of disappointments, particularly in the area of company earnings. Last week's earnings results were a mixed bag. Goldman Sachs' second quarter earnings came in weaker than expected, and Netflix revenue fell short of forecasts, despite showing a surprisingly strong jump in subscribers on the back of its password-sharing ban. United Airlines and Tesla both beat earnings estimates, but with vastly different outcomes for the stocks. Nicely up and nicely down, respectively. The still deeply and continuingly deepening inverted yield curve remains the elephant in the room, as the US economy has fallen into recession 100% of the time when this happens. Looking back over seven decades of data, the question facing investors now becomes, is it actually different this time? Or are we watching one of the largest bull traps develop in real time? There's no suspense surrounding the Fed's upcoming interest rate call on Wednesday. Traders see a 99.3% chance of a quarter point hike in interest rates. The intrigue lies more in whether we will see two consecutive quarter point hikes across the July and September meetings. 
That probability fell last week and is currently being priced at around 16%. There's no doubt that the previously narrow path to a soft landing is widening all the time, and that is keeping the stock market buoyant. This is demonstrated by the fact that the rally is continuing to broaden from just being driven by big dog tech. With the Russell 2000 small cap index, the S&P 600 mid cap index, and even your granddad's olden timey Dow Jones Industrial Average Index, once again outperforming 2023's two shining stars, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 last week. As I outline in this week's upcoming calendar, we're going to learn a lot this coming week. That could possibly include some earnings letdowns, surprisingly hawkish words from Jerome Powell at his press conference on Wednesday, and a nasty surprise in the inflation data on Friday. Any of these things, or worse, a combination of more than one of them, could qualify as a disappointment, which, as I mentioned earlier, could undo a decent amount of the recent gains. But the glasses-half-full view of things is that all of these could further extend the trajectory of the current positive narrative and push us closer to the eventual erasure of what history may refer to as the bear market of the early 2020s. One note, later this week, I will be sending out a post in which I explain some of the market terminology that is being bandied around everywhere right now, including the concept of a hard or soft landing.